Well, hello, barbarians. We're back. Episode 6. It's me, your host, Dustin, along with my co-host, Gavin. We are here. We're straight. Don't hate. Yes. (laughs) Hope y'all are all doing well. Before we start this show, we want to read a couple notes. There's been a couple deaths, some high-profile deaths. We had John Lewis, which was... At Barbarically Candid, while we understand we have differences between our side of the aisle and the other side of the aisle, Democrat, Republican, no matter what, this man did a lot for yeah. civil rights. Yeah, yeah. Now, Gavin, I know I sent you that video. I think as much as he did for civil rights, I think it was a travesty what Obama did at his service, the eulogy that he gave to take a celebration of a man's life and reduce it down to a cheap shot at the current administration seems extremely disrespectful to me. I thought it was absolutely despicable, but I wasn't surprised. Well, no. I mean, it fits the narrative. It's definitely not a... Yeah. Now, we know John Lewis and current president were not exactly friends. Now... I would bet you 20 years ago, they were probably fine. Um, up until Trump actually ran for president, he, he didn't have this perceived issue with black people like the media would actually try to uh, point out. Well, there's plenty of pictures of him with Jesse Jackson, Al oh, Sharpton, yeah. Oprah. Mm-hmm. I know he gave millions to inner city and underprivileged youth. It, uh-huh. it definitely became a problem once he ran I don't even think it would have been a problem had he run on a Democratic ticket. Oh, yeah. They'd have been like, that's my brother. You're fired? Yeah, he's fired. Whenever he ran as a Republican, that's really when things started to go downhill as far as calling him a racist, a bigot. Because as far as I can see, I don't see any proof of it. Correct. I yeah. mean... As a matter of fact, there was a woman in the... I want to say it was the early 90s. Black lady, down on her luck, somehow... I forget the whole story, but somehow they kind of knew each other. I think she may have worked for him at uh, some point, but he gave her an apartment and, you know, he kept her rent free for like a couple of years. You know, I think I actually, I think I read something yeah. about that. And it was something that he didn't really, you know, boast about, but that one, you know, he made a major difference in that uh, gal's life. Hell, hey, uh, if the president happens to hear this, you know, I would love a free New York apartment too. <laughs> Um, I'm going to pass on that one. I mean, I didn't say I was going to have to work for it. I'm not Stormy Daniels. Texas for life, baby. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Can we bring the apartment here? You can afford that, bro. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, we also lost another one, Herman Cain. Yes. Which I'm sure a lot of people remember him. So not that he wasn't well known, but as far as the general public, I think a lot of them were introduced to him when he ran for president and they kind of drug him through the mud it was a smear campaign because Absolutely. let's be honest, what someone does in their personal life as far as having an affair, cheating on their wife. I mean, JFK did it in the Oval Office. So did that, Bill Clinton. That, should have, that shouldn't have been brought in to smear his campaign. Okay, he had an affair, and that's between him and his wife. Right. Not, you know, uh, politics wasn't supposed to be reality TV. Right. What does that have to do with him running a country. And 
what a lot of people may not remember, economically, the man was a very strong-minded guy. He had a solid personality. I wish in our uh, marketing area of Houston that we could have heard his radio show because I used yeah. to stream it online, and I always, always enjoyed it. This death truly hit me hard. I, I think I almost teared up because he was he was actually one of my heroes. Well, and he, he kind of reminded me of a, I hate to say this because it may sound like I'm cheapening. I'm not, I'm not by any means, but as far as his business savvy and almost like a black Ross Perot because Ooh, they were yeah. both like legitimately good businessmen. He earned his money. Yeah, Absolutely. He, he definitely, he, he, he didn't came have the ears. up. He didn't have the ears. Now you said, that's true. You said something about he owned pizza places I, or. Yeah. I'm drawn. I haven't looked at it in so long cause I've just kind of, you know, you, you kind of forget about the past, but if I recall his, uh, money was in a uh, business owning of pizza chains. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, that tells me that he may have started at the bottom and, and, and owned one and yeah, then, you know, made his way started at the bottom. Now we're here. Well, see, I was thinking that, but th- you know, now he's, he's about to be six foot deep. So I don't think well, he's going to end yeah. up there just so but soon from both of us at barbarically candid. We send our deepest condolences to, the Lewis family and the Kane family. Um, you probably won't hear this, but we're putting it out there in the world anyway. It's definitely a great loss to the country. And we hope that they find some peace in this time. Absolutely. Now I'm sure, you know, because if they can take a cheap shot, so can I, I will forever think if they hadn't ran that smear campaign, Herman Kane would have beat Obama. You couldn't, you know, call it out on race because Herman Cain's, you know, 100% black. But the man had the personality. He had the brain. And I've heard both of them speak without a teleprompter. And trust me, Herman Cain was truly the smarter guy off of his feet. I'll say that's a definite possibility. And I only say possibility because he was a Republican. Oh, that's right. And that, I mean, that alone, because we had, think about it, we had Bush Sr., Mm-hmm. Then we had Clinton. So we had a Republican. Then we had a Democrat. Then we had Bush Jr. So we had a Democrat and then a Republican. And then we went from Republican to Democrat with Obama. So it's yeah. kind of a trend like, you like know. what? Yeah, I can see that because Lord knows the two Republicans that tried to go up against Obama were weak. Yeah. Um, who was, it, I remember the one. Um, McCain. Mitt Romney. And Romney. And McCain. Yeah. That, yeah. that wasn't that A wasn't couple of rhinos. Win. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Now, getting into the news, our first story is about Nick Foster. He was a BLM protester. I believe it was Austin. Was Mm -hmm. it Austin? Yep, yep. Now, I've looked up, I've tried to find the videos and some pictures. From what I've seen, it looked like, so they said this car pulled down. The guy has actually confessed to shooting... Nick Foster, who was there with his, I don't know if she's quadriplegic or paraplegic. His wife's in a wheelchair. To me, first off, he was armed with an AK-47 during a peaceful protest, which exercising his Second Amendment right, that's well within his rights. However, I mean, I guess it could have been for protection, but it seems a lot more like it was meant for intimidation. Now, from reports, 
it's been said that he raised the weapon at the car before he was shot. And this is really kind of a he said. She said. Well, yeah, yeah. It's he said, he said in this situation. Right. But we don't have definitive evidence to support either claim. Now, of course, the mainstream media automatically wants to blame President Trump for the violence since he sent in his Gestapo. Well, what did you honestly think was going to happen? Did you think these peaceful protesters, and I say that with air quotes because they're anything but. Right. Now, I'm not saying there have been marches and there have been protests that are great. And barbarically candid, we are all about your right to peacefully protest. However, once it turns into a riot, what did you think was going to happen? We're just going to go on forever, allowed to destroy property and burn down cities and nothing's going to happen. Did you see the picture of that woman getting picked up by, I want to say it's um, Homeland Security. It's DHS, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, was it DHS? And the look of fear in her eyes that, she was oh like, shit, I messed up. My you know? goose is cooked now. But back to Nick Foster, the the I don't have the name of the guy because I just saw the story today and I, ha- I didn't have time to write it down. The guy went ahead and he called the police when it happened, mm-hmm. lawyered up, which smart on his part. Yeah, I'll give him that. And then completely he confessed to the police. He's like, hey, this is what happened. I wanted to be able to have a lawyer, yada, yada, yada. So from his story, he pulled down, didn't know the protest was going on, didn't know it was there. Which in Austin, it's pretty easy to do, depending on what street it was on. And Now, let's not forget, these roads weren't blocked off. These peaceful protesters were walking into the roadways and blocking them. Always seems to be that way. Now, when you have somebody come up to your car, not only come up to your car, but banging on your car, um, hitting your windows, and then you see a guy with an AK-47... And from the reports, like I said, we can only go from the reports. Right. Levels that gun at you. That's instant fight or flight mode. That puts you that that's a justifiable fear for your life. Mm -hmm. And you are well within your limits to engage. Now, once again, we don't have definitive proof that he leveled this weapon at this guy. I'm hoping that more of this story unfolds in the next week. So by uh, episode seven, we'll be able to hopefully give you guys more of a complete story and some more, uh, you know, opinion on this. And we'll see what happens. I mean, it's really, it's hard to say with stuff like this because so much of it is hot news one day and then boom, it's gone. Well, don't you ever notice it's hot news if it fits the narrative and if it doesn't, it's like gone. Oh yeah, it's that twenty-minute story, and then just sweep that under the rug. Like, oh, that was that, wait, 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 that was us. Oh crap. Uh, anyway, back to the uh, weather. Yeah. Now, so we've got another story. I don't know. You sent this to me, so you may have a little more information. I've got some. Uh, Le- LeBron James started a voting rights group, and is paying fines for convicted felons so they can vote in Florida. Now, Florida. We had some discussion why Florida for this program. Now, there is, I looked it up. We know Florida has always been a pretty unanimously red state. Mm -hmm. However, Democrat votes are proportional in that state. So it's kind of a, not an even race, but it's close. Right. The Electoral College swings red, but there's enough people to where that could change. And 
uh, there's like 14 true battleground states in 2020. So it looks like Florida's first on the list. Well, and that's kind of, so if maybe they think if they pay all these fines for felons, they can swing that vote. Now there's plenty of states where you automatically get your voting rights after your sentence is completed. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a chart online. You could look it up there. It, it breaks it down by state. Florida, however, is a state where your rights are reinstated after completion of your sentence, parole and, and probation. And I'm sure there's fines. Yeah. You have to pay your probation officer. There's all the, all sorts of stuff. Now I'm not too well versed in this because we don't live in Florida. Well, and me personally, I've always kept myself on the right side of the law. I've never been Same. through any of that. Now I'd imagine there are quite a few fees that come along with it. Maybe they think if they pay these fees, they can swing the vote. I don't really know exactly what's going on here. And it may be because it is such a close race in Florida that they think it would be easier because they're not going to come like Texas. Once your sentence is complete, you get your rights back. Right. So, but Texas is also not as close a race. So they're not going to come here and try to do it. But they keep thinking it is. That's just because of Austin. I mean, let's be honest. Well, I mean, you know, maybe Houston, Dallas. Harris County is pretty blue. Yeah, but that's also well, inside the city. That's also the city, why we smart. have the Electoral College. Now, yeah. I hear so many people argue for disbanding the Electoral College, and it's got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's there for a reason because your vote should matter just as much as Jethro's vote out in BFE, working a farm, riding a tractor, and the Electoral College gives him that. Exactly. It levels his vote with yours because you don't see all the work that goes on in the country to give all the city folk the things that we have. I mean, it's... Absolutely. If we hit the zombie apocalypse, how many of these uh, soy boys would just crumble to pieces because, oh no, Starbucks is out of milk? I mean, just right now... Even soy milk. Just right, right now, going to the store... So tomorrow is my middle son's seventh birthday. This is exciting. Just going to the store to try to find me and his mother got him. He's been wanting to drone so bad. And and I've been telling him, man, those are so expensive. I don't think we can swing that. Dude, we've had it for like two weeks (laughs) and I can't wait to see him open it. But his brother more excited. uh, Well, yeah, it's a toss up. (laughs) But his brother and sister wanted to get him something. I was like, we'll go to Target. Cool, cool. Walking through the toy section, dude, it's it's like a wasteland. They're not getting restocked. Now, just, I told you the other day, I've still got my birthday money saved up from, because mm. I was going to upgrade my microphone for the podcast. You can't go, like you used to be able to just go into Guitar Center and get a microphone. Take it home, set it up, be good to go. There's so many things now that you can't get. And it's stuff that we don't produce within the U.S. Oh, you mean stuff that's made in China is having issues getting here. You see, they're taking a slow boat from China. You know, that explains so much. It really does. That's another reason. By the way, guys, here at Barbarically Candid, we want to hear what you think of the podcast. So please email us. It It doesn't. We love the questions, but it doesn't just have to be the questions. If you like a certain subject... Or you come up with an idea Bring it. for an episode or just something we can improve to let let us know. Please we are open. If you if you just happen to hear cause your husband, wife, or whoever says, Hey, check this out, and you're like, I hate it. Write me. 
Because I'll argue all day long. And or, let us let us you know. know so we can improve. Yeah. We're all about improvement. And we're trying. I mean, it's we're kind of we got into this because we thought it'd be fun. And now we're just going at it, you know. Ah, pissing in the wind. That's right. Upstream. So your favorite girl was back in the news. Oh, dang. Mrs. Ocasio-Cortez. Mrs. I screwed the entire city of New York over the whole Amazon thing back. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw, but she was called Disgusting and an F&B. Oh, my. By Representative Ted Yoho. Now I don't know much about this Yoho guy, but I think I, he's on this somehow. I want to say he's from Florida, which that explains a lot. Florida yeah. man. Florida. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. So first off, we're not supporting the allegations made by Representative Yoho. I've never met AOC, so I couldn't tell you if she is in fact an F and B. I'd say she's a little crazy, and then her grip I'd on reality is maybe not so strong. Now, my biggest problem. Because all that should be kept between them. Right. You know, work it out in the Senate or what Congress. My problem with her reactionary statement is her entire statement was not about her and Representative Yoho's relationship or anything like that. It was her whole, her whole statement was about men victimizing women. And how evil the patriarchy is and how all women have at one point or another been victimized by men. AOC. Really? Come on now. Is that really what this is about? Or was it a personal attack on your character, the way you present yourself, and the crazy-ass policy ideas you've thrown out? I mean, let's not forget the New Green Deal. Have we all forgot about that crazy-ass idea she had? Not only that, but if you're going to come back and say, well, he victimized me. I'm just a woman. Not just a woman. We believe in female rights, but that's how she made it sound. Well, every woman's been victimized by a man. Well, maybe you should start start talking to the other side of the aisle and not name-slinging against them before you play the victim. Wow. I have yet to come across a time where AOC has legitimately ever had anything smart to say. And, you know, no, I've never seen her say anything smart. However, that college video she was in when she was bartending. Oh, geez. Some things she hasn't gotten a whole lot smarter since. I will say, I think Congress is stressing her out because she was a lot hotter back then. I'll give her that. But those teeth, man. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, very horse. Teeth can be fixed, though. Those things are billboard size. <laughs> All right, I, I don't like like we said. We're I'm not a fan of her. You're not a fan of her. But, but we're she's not, funny to listen to. We're not supporting Yoho's statements about her, but I think it should have been kept privately. It shouldn't have been aired out on the floor. It shouldn't have been made into this. Men are bad. Women are good. Because that's really what happened. They was taken as an opportunity to speak out against the patriarchy, which I would argue there's no such thing in this day and age. 
I don't see it either. I mean, behind every great man, if you're straight, is a smart woman who's, you know, helping supporting him out. Who's and supporting pushing. Him. Yeah. yeah, or in, in many cases, if you were Hillary Clinton, in highly influencing. Well, Hillary Clinton's a whole nother story, Beast, brother. Yeah. I, to hear, I've, I've, I haven't read the books yet, but there's a lot of books about from Secret Service agents. And none of it's while ever they been positive. Were, while they were in the White House, and from the sound of it, she is a foul-mouthed, racist, evil woman. I, I'll i try to get the titles of some of these books. I think, I want to say Dan Bongino spoke about it on one of his podcast episodes. But yeah, it's definitely, she's not, not somebody you would ever want to work for, for sure. But the sad thing is, as ridiculous as the things that come out of her mouth, there's a lot of people who think she's really on to something, and that is what scares me. Yeah, but that's also, a lot of that falls under identity politics. My granddaddy was a Democrat, my daddy was a Democrat, and I'm a Democrat. That's really, I mean, it's... It comes down to that. There's there's a whole lot of that going on now, and you're seeing people kind of wake up from it. Right. But not not enough. Not, not nearly not fast enough either. At the rate we need, and you've got some people that feed off of the. I don't know if you know who George Takai is. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my. Oh my. Um, his I follow him on Facebook, and for a while there, I followed him just because he had some funny. He'd post some funny stuff. Everything now is just anti-Trump, Donald's racist, bigot, evil, yada yada yeah. yada. It's it's really, uh, it's it's hard to even look at sometimes because I'm like, dude, Doesn't come it get on. Old? I I don't know. I I can't even. But he's. I guess that is the way of the Hollywood. And, you know, he hasn't done anything major in a while except for being a meme. So, well, like, we've got to, we've got to keep him in the news. We've got to say how evil Trump is. I'm speaking as Hollywood. All right. We got to say how evil Trump is because we don't want the attention on us being a bunch of little kitty fuckers. Mm, yeah. 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 Now, you notice, you know, when Ghislaine Maxwell got arrested, Hollywood didn't cheer. There was they no. Were, they were like, uh oh. Yeah. But so far, no one said anything. And the only thing I've scary. seen is about Bill Clinton and two young girls. Um, which isn't surprising, but. No, but that's really all I've seen so far. Which I can, it's kind of creepy, but I can just see Bill being like, oh, that's right. Who's your daddy? Oh. Hand me that Big Mac. Call me daddy again. That's right. Hillary, go get you one too. (laughs) Break out the sacks. That's right. Anyway, um, next subject, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This seems like, I don't know, I see both sides of this. I've really tried. One thing that I do with every story we get in is I try to put myself on both sides of the subject just to be objective about it. But Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson become Greek citizens. Now, back in January, they were made honorary citizens, but they took a picture with the Greek prime minister holding their official Greek passports. So they are now dual citizens. 
between Greece and America. What a very interesting choice of country. Let's talk about why this is a problem. Now, there's been a lot of controversy about Tom Hanks allegedly being on Epstein's flight logs. And I say allegedly because... We haven't. No one's truly proven... Well, supposedly have, but it it's not a major thing. On it's the never been through been a court major. of law right, or anything right. like that. Now, I'm not going to lie. At first, I did not want to believe this. I've always, you know, I've always been a Tom Hanks fan. Liked his movies. My father-in-law is honestly kind of obsessed with him like he's got all the toy story doll the woody doll like he's followed tom hanks career he's since a like great career bosom buddies on cable where they dressed as females it was wow. it was kind of an off kilter it's it's not a bad show but but now online we see that tom hanks and rita wilson have been made greek citizens which might be all well and good now rita her lineage lineage is from Greece, and they vacation there many times. They're actually Greek Orthodox. I hear that the cheese is good out there. That may be all well and good, except for the fact that in Greece, pedophilia is considered a disorder and is possibly, now it's still it's still a crime, but it's considered a mental disorder. Right. So it's possibly something that he could not be extradited back to the U.S. for. Now, maybe it's just because they've been vacationing there for years, but it, the timing, the timing seems super suspicious. Yeah, you just happen to want to change over right after that list has possibly been out, right after someone who could ID that those logs and that, 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 that little special black book. Now, I've also heard theories that the Epstein, like all the little kitty fiddlers in Hollywood, mm -hmm. Because you've heard all these big names, right, oh, that yeah. have been put out. Somebody actually came out with a theory. They're like, you know, I feel like this is a diversion. I feel like once the real list is put out, it's going to be all these people you didn't even know. It's going to be like the power players because actors are actors. Right. They're not power players in the industry. They're puppets. It's the producers. Well, oh, I mean, God, look, not Steven Spielberg. Don't let Steven Spielberg be on that list, please. Look at Weinstein, though. Oh, well, yeah. That dude was a predator. And some people knew him, like, you you know, you'd see when it come up, like, Weinstein pictures or something like that. But he wasn't somebody that, if you were not associated with the industry, like, nobody could just tell you, oh, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, I know who that is. Until he made the news as a predator, I would be willing to bet that there was a majority of Americans. Now, I've always been well-versed in film and TV, mm -hmm. so I knew who he was. But I would I would be willing to wager there's a majority of Americans who would not have known who he was had it not been for the predatory acts. Yeah. Ugh. That black couch was never the same again. Job's a job. Yeah, I know. It's amazing what happens when you finally do whatever. So I just want to know, what would those girls have done for a Klondike bar? I don't know about a Klondike bar, but I do some pretty shady stuff for a good taco. Oh, yeah. Into that. <laughs> now, I don't want to get too far into this because we can get off in the weeds on this. Now, with Weinstein, he what he did was a terrible thing. It should have never happened. But what would have happened if it had been Harvina Weinstein and your son came home to you mm -hmm. 
and said, hey, they want to offer me this part, but I got to have sex with this lady. But they're mm. going to pay me millions of dollars. $75 million to do this. Ooh. Well. I just feel like there's kind of a double standard once again where we have, well, it was these poor young girls. Well, what if it had been on the other foot? She was on the other foot and it was a woman doing this to young men. Because I really feel like it would have been like, oh, whatever. Good point. Wow. That that hurts. The way that, that, that people see things, you know, from so many... I'm sorry. It's like I'm, 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 I'm dumbfounded by the way that things work and, you know, how people see one thing, but once you go opposite, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. Life well, really it's, ain't fair. it's just like when you see these guys that want to talk about the, like when a teacher molests or has oh, sex yeah. with an underage boy. And all the guys on, on like uh, news sites are like, <laughs> all right. Oh, man, I wish I'd have had a teacher like that. Yeah, I didn't have that back in my day. But then if it's the opposite, oh, he's a predator, he's a rapist. Well, hold up now. Which is it? Mrs. Robinson just uh, did the deed with old Timmy. So we either have it both ways or don't have it at all, folks. Now we could we like I said we could get off on the weed in the oh, weeds yeah. on this one for a while, but we're going to move on. So this is our last subject before we get to listener questions. All right. UFOs. Little green men. So now we've talked on the podcast before about some videos that were acknowledged on April 29th as UFO videos. Now we see that the New York Post has reported on briefings from a Pentagon team known as the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Now that just doesn't have the same ring as the UFO team because that's what they are. That's really what they are. Um, now, they, they've been holding some briefings, and in one of these briefings, they've said in a classified brief to a Defense Department agency back in March, they had recovered some off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Now, I don't know about you, but a one I'm taking from this is UFOs are real. They are not from this earth. Now, that means whether they're from another planet in this universe or they're from a different earth on another plane of existence. Who knows? But the government has basically validated all these crazy UFO conspiracy theories that have been going on for years. We knew, folks. By the way, UFO sightings have been around forever. But there's been a marked uptick in sightings ever since we developed nuclear weapons, Ooh. which is kind of a crazy thing. You know, the um, the Indians talked about sky children. Right. They're, so they've been around forever. But there's also a theory that these are not aliens as in from a far off planet, but a race that has learned how to shift through dimensions. That sounds very interstellar. I like it. It's, it's definitely an interesting, interesting take on it. Yeah. Why go far? If you can just punch straight through a wormhole, right? Exactly. Now I don't know. I mean, there's so much about UFOs and I'm sure some of these reports from Jethro and his wife, you know, they took me up in the air and they stuck a probe in my butt. 
And I didn't like it, but I didn't have a choice. Some of those are just BS. And, you know, I mean, what does the news always look for? The worst possible person to, to interview when something the happens. the narrative. Yep. But we have had reports of UFO. Now, I, I was all set to believe... I'm not going to lie. I believed that there had to be something out there. Right. As big as the universe is. We can't be alone. There's there's no way. Now, I'm not saying that they were advanced life forms, but there's no way as many planets as there are in the universe that we were the only living things That's right. ever. Hell, they just did a lift off, what, yesterday? I th- yeah. I think it was going to Mars. So who knows? Maybe we'll find something. But once they had, um, what was his name? Commander... Don't say Spock. No, it, it was, it's an Air Force pilot. And, oh, and they were off saw, the East Coast. Yeah. And he saw the Tic Tac uh-huh. spacecraft. And these are, we're talking about stuff going from now, whether it's they're actually traveling this fast or they're distorting reality to where it looks like they're traveling this fast. These things were on radar going from 60,000 feet to sea level in a fraction of a second. Hmm. That's almost as fast as a Portland gal getting triggered. O- almost, almost. But on Earth, we don't have anything that a move like that. Not that we know of. Not anyway. only that, and we mentioned Bob Lazar. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that was working on gravity, gravity engines, and that's basically what you're doing. Sure. You're, you're warping gravity, right? And just to see all this stuff. Not only that, but this stuff's coming out during the pandemic, during the riots. During, it, right. it's, it's almost like they're like, hey, let's put it out now. Nobody's even going to pay attention. And knowing that this stuff has been going on, you, you notice when everybody was going to go invade Area 51, they didn't seem to talk about anything that that's was that fascinating. That's because it's not there. Well, yeah, of course. It's, it's in it's Sector 4, which I believe is in Colorado. Yeah. I will say, I would love... For somebody to sneak in to the the Denver airport, because there's a there have been rumors that the Denver airport is above a very large underground special building that no normal person has access to. Okay, okay. It's very interesting stuff. There's a rumor, you know, you know, because it's always a rumor that there is a underground highway that connects the uh, secret quote-unquote, sites in Nevada that go all the way there. So I don't know if that's a little bit too much rabbit hole for just this particular second, but, there, yeah, there's some unsubstantiated rumors that have been floating for years. And if someone was really curious, go look at the like reports from the build process when they did the Denver airport. There was a lot of stuff that was hidden away from the public, which, no, you know... If you're going to build an airport, nobody cares. But all of a sudden, you've got these big walls put up for, secret, for no for no particular reason. You've got right. special access to get to all these places. You know more than just you know the 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 norm. So yeah, uh, there's probably something out there, and I don't think it's just weed. And that's I mean it's I'm so ready like. When I heard UFOs, I'm like, yes. Like, well, you know what? It's 2020. Why not? Let's do this. But I think we're going to need bigger guns. Just in case. Just in case. But it's interesting the fact that the uptick in sightings since we developed nuclear weapons, almost like they're 
keeping an eye on us. And if it ever got to the point, because they've actually got record of these crafts floating over a base. Oh, where was it? I want to say Midwest somewhere where there's a stockpile of nuclear missiles. Hmm. Either way, they came, they came, flew overhead. All right. Basically started the countdown and then shut it down just as a, hey, this is what we can do. Now, I wonder if we ever declared nuclear war, if they would come in and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, there's also theories of gene tampering. Yeah, that's been that's been a rumor for quite some time. There is a guy, I wish I had my paperwork for that in front of me, Sitchin, Sitchin where he had stuff. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's been said. They like to say he's been disproven, but it wasn't really disproven. They were just talking back against him. But he was talking about how humans were evolved by aliens through gene... Um, <laughs> Combining. Basically. Uh, you mean to, all those anal probes actually did lead to something? Well, but what we were doing is we were being modified to mine gold. Ooh. And from what they said in this book, they needed gold because they had to put a reflective atmosphere up in their outer atmosphere. Now, what's funny about that is he said this back in 68 or 78. Mm-hmm. Scientists now, because of the ozone, are talking about putting reflective material. Mm into the outer atmosphere to help um, block, like block ozone blo- or block uh, UV like from U- the sun UV, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's crazy that this dude was talking this back in the 70s and here we are and although he's been disproven disproven here we are talking about the same kind of stuff he he was like we were made to mine gold for these aliens because they need it for their home world all this kind of stuff which gold except for electronics is basically useless it's pretty. But there's no real use for it. It's a great conductor. Great conductor. It is for electronics. Yeah. But the fact that now our scientists are like, well, to combat the ozone, we can put these reflective particles out in the outer atmosphere. Well, that sounds really familiar. Huh. Well, yeah. would you look at that? I, I really want to get his book. Um, I'll try I'll try to post it on our social media. Cool. What his book was. Really interesting. Just a lot of stuff where it's like, huh. Things that make you go, hmm. Mm. <coughs> All right, now it is our it's time for our favorite portion of the show. Listener questions. And boy, do we have a mix this week. We don't have the intro for Nerd Zone ready yet. So we're actually gonna we're just gonna do these listener questions. And there are some Nerd Zone ones okay, in cool. there. And of course, if y'all enjoy the Nerd Zone, give us some feedback. You know, Of course, always more questions, but hey, let us know if you like it. And give us debate topics or Nerd Zone questions. Some yeah. of you have, and thank you for that. Yeah. But we need more. Um, question number one, Gavin. Do you think forcing a young child to eat strictly vegan borders on child abuse? You know, being more of a carnivore than an herbivore, I think it's scary. But there are a lot of people 
who have been successful at being <clears throat> vegan, although they tend to be kind of frail. Unless you they know have what, a though? You've, you've also got some bodybuilders. There are a few, yeah. <laughs> now, have you I ever think, tried? Uh, I think Jim Stepani. Okay, okay. Dr. Jim Stepani, excuse me, is a vegan bodybuilder. And the dude's jacked. Like, he's he's not as big as, like, Ronnie Coleman or Jay <laughs> yeah, Cutler yeah, or stuff yeah. like that. But he's still, now, he's fit. Have you have you ever tried vegan protein shakes? No. I'm going to say this right now. I can't do it. No, unfortunately, me and Way don't work anymore, so I have to use an alternative. But I tried, oh, okay. I tried that vegan stuff. It's I don't care what brand. It's not all so much. Gritty. Huh? It's gritty. That's like I tried that, and I don't even know if it's not vegan. But I tried that low calorie ice cream, that Halo Top. It's good. No, it ain't. I could <laughs> stop lying. I could do it. I made it through. <laughs> I had the birthday cake two weeks ago, and I was like, "Damn, this ain't bad." It it it, it does taste different. But, it's very different. But I. And some pseudo lactose and top, not a hundred percent, but me and ice cream. Oh man, that's like a death. That's a death sentence right there. So halo top didn't do it. Now I will say this. Um, there's supposed to be a better one. I haven't found it yet. I'll be on the lookout. If you're going to do an all vegan diet, you, there will be supplements involved. You're not going to get a lot, a lot of protein unless you're having, uh, either, uh, pea protein base or, Maybe soy. Personally, again, me being a guy, I don't want a lot of soy in my diet. It's just too much estrogen. Well, I, I just, and that's like that's it. something you also have to be careful of. So my opinion on this, real quick. First off, how young of a child are we talking? Ooh, I mean, that's, that's kind of a... Not only that, you can get protein through vegetables. All right. But if it's a male child, you do have to be careful with soy. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. soy products harbor estrogen. estrogen, which a lot of bodybuilders can tell you, you intake too much estrogen and you end up with bitch tits. Titties. So it kind of, I don't think it, I don't think it borders on child abuse as long as that child is getting all the necessary supplements. But you know what the interesting question since we don't know all of the specifics on this, is this something where the child has only ever had a vegan diet or that all of a sudden they say, uh, you, you know what, Timmy, we're going vegan. So you're going to do this too. That would suck. That's well, that's also why we need, when y'all do send these questions in, I need a little bit of context, yeah, a little bit of backstory just because it's kind of a, like we're talking about now, there's so much we don't know. We're spinning our wheels, but we're, you know, we'll keep on spinning. And it almost makes me think that this is a kid maybe in like a custody battle. Where when he comes home with dad, he gets to eat chicken nuggets. And then he goes back to mom and has to eat cauliflower pizza. It's just not the same. It's just not. I've tried it. It's just everything tastes like cauliflower. I've got one in the deep freeze. I haven't made it yet. I'm kind of, I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. Throw some hot sauce on it. You'll be all right. All right. Next question. Uh, Nissan V6 performance engines are some of the best ever made. Agree or disagree? Now, I'm not a huge car guy. That's where I come in. I go more for the sex appeal of a car. Now, I will say the 3.7 liter V6 and the 370Z is a pretty bad engine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's... A BQ series Nissan motor is excellent. Um I'm more of an American car fan. My dream car is still an S30 
chassis Datsun, if y'all know what that is. But I want a V8 in it. That's a 70 to 78, 240, 260, or 280Z. That is my dream car, and it is technically a Nissan. That is pure sex on classic wheels. Now, if I was going to have to go with a Nissan, I would would import a Skyline. Oh, hell yeah. Now, that's definitely not the same motor. That's a whole different bad boy of twin-turbo gorgeousness. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that I, I do believe that they make a great motor. Unfortunately, Nissan has neutered themselves under uh, their former CEO, Gosen's control, because I cannot stand CVT transmissions. I think they're trash. Um, I would furthermore say, as nice as the 370 is, like one of my neighbors has a 370Z with the Nismo package, which is the top of the line, most track-friendly package. Cool car. He's got an exhaust. It sounds awesome. Those cars are too heavy. The fact that a newer Camaro actually weighs less, come on, You can lighten them, but I shouldn't have to buy a car and then lighten it up from, you know, that should be done. Unless you're buying like a Challenger because those things are as heavy as a boat. Well, yeah, I mean, if if I'm buying a boat, that's a little different. Yeah, I walked into that knowing it was going to be heavy. Exactly. What's next? So, oh, this is an interesting question because I feel like we need some parameters on it. Uh, who is the greatest porn star ever? Me. <laughs> In his own mind, folks. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I dated a porn star once. So if, oh. Yeah, true story. It sounds like a story. Yeah. Well, well, is this like she had an OnlyFans? Is that what we're talking no, about? No, 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 no. No, she had her own actual website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. Let's just say I have funny memories being in Waco when this porn star was talking about getting it on at this Italian place next to a very old white family, and they were just like, oh, my God. Well, how big is it? (laughs) (laughs) Now, with that, um, I think we kind of have to differentiate between a lot of it is personal taste. Yeah. But if we're talking about net worth. Ooh, who's been most successful at taking the D? So I did a couple different Google searches. (laughs) Just a couple? Well, because... There's, so right now in 2020, it says that Tara Patrick's net net worth is 18 million. In another search I did, it said that Jenna Jameson was at 30 million. I would have thought Jameson would have been more. But I don't know how much of that is from film, how much of that is from, because these stars, they were smart about it and they started their own production companies. Which is, that's where the money is. It really is. Not only that. But Tara Patrick, I know at least for her, when I was researching, she has a fleshlight. So she's got endorsements. Oh. I don't know if Jenna nice. has one. She probably has a butt one too, mm. like a, you know, like the whole bottom half of the tush and the hips. You just stick it in there like you're a, a cow getting milked or something. But yeah. I mean, I guess, it, so there's a few things. It really, it really depends on what your introduction to porn was. As far as the year. And how blurry was that TV screen? That's right. (laughs) And not only that, but what kind of porn you were into. Now now it's so readily available, which has kind of become a problem for some people. But, I mean, for me personally, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough question. Like, Bonnie Rotten's pretty... I wish I knew Pretty cool, but... I, I never got... Even in my my youth, I just never got into like 
high production porn. You give me that homemade stuff. Like I want to see like a re- a regular person. Being so you're a more you're more for that backroom casting couch video yeah. type. Now I will say a lot of my introduction to porn was not so much through the internet as it was. You know, I, I did two tours in Iraq, one in Afghanistan. You go over there, and you have hard drives just full, oh, full yeah. of this stuff, <coughs> and everybody shares. So just copy files and you know switch them over. So you end up coming home with like 120 gigabytes that's of porn, lot. and that's kind of how you learn the names and figure out who's who and all that. Now, I don't know what your preference is. You know what kind of stuff you're into. But I, like I think, some big. but I, th- I think it really kind of comes down to that. Yeah, that would definitely make sense. <coughs> what one? But still, I think. Well, if you I like them big, it, if you like them thick, you'd probably like Gianna Michaels. She is bad. I'm gonna have to look that up later. I, yeah, uh, yeah if you're gonna do it based off of uh, net worth, that makes the most sense because you know, hey, who did it? Who was who was the smartest one? Who was able to turn? You know, but we've also we've also got porn stars that have crossed the great divide and actually starred in movies like Sasha Gray. Oh yeah. So there's so many stipulations here that's really. I probably did more research than I should have as far as you know because they're like, well, you've got net worth, you've got this, you've got that. It's it's probably more than what you were wanting. But you got it. But you got it here. What's next? Are you a gamer, Gavin? Yeah, I'm a gamer. Okay, now um, the next question is PS5 or Xbox X? <sighs> Historically, okay, so every fanboy has their own side. Now, I honestly am a PC gamer. I don't really touch consoles. I personally had a terrible experience with Sony customer service about a decade ago, and I, for the most part, do not buy anything that says Sony on it. So that's fair. I'm biased. Plus, I never, I, I never like PlayStation controllers anyway. I always thought that they were goofy. So if I was gonna try a console again, uh, you know, other than my hacked Wii, right. uh, it, I would go Xbox. Now, Xbox historically has always had a better online service. They beat Sony at that. Although, the last I heard, Xbox was trying to become more of a true home media server hub type device versus purely console gaming. So I don't know who's got the better graphics coming out this time around. Now, I'll probably end up... So I've had an Xbox One and PS4 for years now, and the wife wants me to get rid of the Xbox One, which I really don't have a problem with it because I don't play it as much. Me personally, PS or PlayStation has always been more story-driven games. Mm-hmm. Now they do have multiplayer, but if you really want a good like I'm OG PlayStation from the PlayStation One, I'm talking Onimusha Part One. Mm-hmm. I have always been a more story-driven gamer. My brother and my dad, however, they were always Xbox guys because they were more to the multiplayer and Xbox. For years, it was better for multiplayer. Now, now that both services charge, which was smart, they're kind of even on the multiplayer level. So it comes down to which 
controller you're more comfortable with mm-hmm. and which titles you want. That's true. Now, I wasn't going to buy an Xbox X. And then those sons of bitches Uh-oh. announced Fable 5. Oh. And I was like, how dare you? <laughs> so I, I think the real question is, what cross-platform game are we going to be able to share on Xbox and PlayStation without being effing Fortnite? Because that I think that's well, the I think that, that that is the most cross-playing game in existence, and it sucks. I think really right now what I'm looking most forward to is it's an Elder Scrolls game. Okay. Um, what is it, Grimhaven or Grimfrost or it's so. I don't know if you ever played the Elder Scrolls, long like RPG ago. style stuff. Long time but this ago. one's got vampire demons. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Like the trailer, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. Like this is, this looks pretty good. Now, me personally, I'm ready for God of War Five, mm-hmm. which is PlayStation exclusive. You've got, I haven't played it yet. A buddy of mine has it. He says good things. Ghosts of Tsushima. That I saw the commercial. I was like, "What is that?" Those not, graphics not only look that, awesome, and the gameplay looks cool. N- not only that, but they so the whole game is about being an honorable samurai. Okay. So if Two you're honor killings. if you're stealthing around and fighting more like a ninja, mm-hmm. it will do a flashback to your teacher saying, "We are honorable samurai." We face our opponent from the front, like it, all this nice. kind of. It's it's really cool. I I want to get it, but I'm also like, since we started the podcast, all my thoughts kind of go to, well, I could spend money on a game, or I could get a shock mount, or Ooh. you know, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a toss up. Or if somebody just you know out the goodness of their heart loves us so much that they want to you know. Drop us off a shock mount set. That would be awesome. We would not say no. I mean, we're we're not going to say no. I will say, if any of you out there have access to right now, micro like we talked about earlier, microphones are hard to get. We want to start having guests. We definitely need some shock mounts or some. I mean, if anybody has a hookup or knows where we can, we're not asking for it for free. But if you even know where we can get it, because I can't even go to Guitar Center and get it right now. So if you have any hookups, I know you said you knew somebody who wanted to start a podcast and then they didn't. And yeah, now they have, a, we need to get in touch uh, with yeah, them. Yeah, I need to figure that out. Uh-huh. But as far, as far as PS5 or Xbox X, it really depends on what you're more interested in, which titles you want to see. Yeah, because honestly, it's like saying Ford versus Chevy. I'm not, I'm not going to sway you. You're you're either gonna like what you like, or if you got the, if you got enough coin, you're gonna buy them both and then figure it out for yourself. That's right. I will probably end up getting both of them eventually, <laughs> just because unless unless they release Fable Five to be a cross platform, like I literally bought a PS4 for God of War Four. Nice. That was that was enough to make me be like, okay, yep. I'm still going nuts because all the kids are like, why don't you have Fortnite? Why don't you have Fortnite? And I keep wanting to say, I'm pretty sure I can get Fortnite on PC. And now, with Xbox, if I did, you're dead. With S- Xbox being Microsoft, I could probably get Fable 5 for the main computer. And it would work 
on and just do uh-huh. that instead some of games do that yeah yeah I so like we'll, that killer instinct a class the classic killer instinct oh nice or something like that on my pc if i just feel like going old, old school fighting it's it's great the graphics are actually pretty damn cool so we'll see what it comes out with but yeah if hopefully that helps your decision i'm i'm an old school rpg guy my brother was big into halo and that's another one. If Halo's your thing, you're going to want an Xbox. Yeah, you're stuck with it. I'm a, I'm a first-person shooter guy, mostly. So no, I, I do I, like them. I grew up in the era of Doom 2, Hexen, Quake, Duke Nukem. Oh, see, that, that just shows my age because I remember bringing home, my dad had an old IBM computer, mm-hmm. and he brought home Doom 1. I remember Doom 1. The original Doom, and it was either 8 or 16 floppy disks. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And one after the other, it got inserted and downloaded. And, man, (laughs) even as pixelated as that was, we were like, oh, my God. It's demons. Right. (laughs) It's amazing the way things upgrade. I remember Unreal. Oh, Tournament Engine, yeah. 2004 was like. Eight D. It was eight CDs. I was like, "This is ridiculous." Dude, when I got a PS two, I want to say it was PS two. Final Fantasy. Oh, was, was it PS2 seven was, or eight? Was, I would have thought that's seven. If you're talking PS two era, it's either seven or eight. Because I think six is the one everybody Loved. fawns over yeah. with Cloud, and I didn't get into it till seven. Where you had the sorceress and the gunblade and all that. Oh man, that was four discs. And I miss like I miss those where you could put 120 hours in mm-hmm. and still have plenty of stuff to do. They don't really make them like that anymore. I will say Grand Theft Auto Five. You can get a lot of hours out of that game. There are so many little side things, and if you got bored, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but GTA. I mean, I played the first couple. They've kind of lost their appeal to me anyway. I remember four. I downloaded it for like two days and I was like, this is stupid. The cars drive just as bad as they did in three, but the graphics are better. Yeah. But, uh, now are they better now? No. Cause the, I think the, the last one, the, the graphics are awesome, but the driving is still t- absolutely terrible. I think the last one I took part in was San Andreas. Okay. I see. I never played that one. Um, uh, I forget what the company is that, that puts it out. It's a uh, Rockstar, I believe. Well, right. Rockstar makes it, but the comp- the, the mm. platform where you can get it on PC, whoever, it's whoever does, oh, okay. does Fortnite. Anyway, they had it for as a free download like three months ago. So my pandemic was Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. there are worse ways to spend it. That's true. What's next? So next, question number five. I need a new fantasy series to watch in the lines of Game of Thrones or The Witcher. Any recommendations? Me personally, big Game of Thrones fan. Now, I got into Game of Thrones from, ooh, I think whenever season two was going on, I started season one. The Witcher, who man, I I I, I, hear I loved it's it. Good. I, I loved I've it. I've never seen it. I hear it's good. Now, part of the reason I loved it so much is Henry Cavill, who played Superman. He was the best one. He's the Witcher, and he is. So this guy missed his call to accept the Superman role because he was playing World of Warcraft and he was on a raid. 
So he's a nerd. Like he's a he's a full on nerd. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so the fact that he played Gerard in The Witcher, I just, I was goosebumps. But okay, so fantasy series to watch. I don't know if you may have checked it out. It's on Netflix called Cursed. It is along okay. the lines. It's more Arthurian legend, and it's the Lady of the Lake before she became the Lady of the Lake. It's mm-hmm. kind of the story of how she got to be the Lady of the Lake. Exactly. Cool. And so far, I now granted I haven't watched the whole first season. I'm only about two or three episodes in, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. It's got this the girl from. 13 Reasons Why. I don't know if you ever saw that. I have seen a couple episodes. But it's I, the the girl that offed herself. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I haven't. No, I, I was thinking of Dead to Me. No, nope. Never seen I watched it. the first season of that, and it was actually good. But it um, it's the girl that, that offed herself. And that's no that there's no spoilers. You find that out in the beginning of the damn show. Yeah, I think that's kind but of the point, right? As as um, what's her Nimue. Her name's Nimue. And this as Nimue, she's a great actress. I've enjoyed it so far. Hopefully I'll be able to finish it. I guys, I work a ton. So my time to watch shows is kind of limited. And if my wife is watching Fixer Upper or something like that, I'm I'm not gonna be watching That's anything. Still on? So. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, they're doing like review or uh, hometown, I think is the uh, is the new one with I'm not gonna lie. I, I know we started talking about fantasy. I love hometown. Because the guy, the guy, he reminds me of my brother-in-law. He seems like a guy I could go have a beer with. And the girl is just, she's adorable. So if you get a chance, check that out too. But no, Cursed, for sure. If you haven't seen it yet, it's now, this is more zombie film, but Train to Busan. Train to Busan is an emotional roller coaster. It will, it's probably going to ruin your day. So maybe get a, Blanket burrito and, and and some wine. Yeah, um, but it's it's really good. I got no skin in the game on this one. Not the biggest fantasy series guy. I wish I was because people people think I would be, but there's have, so much out there. I know, and I I think I owe it to myself to find one. I can be like, you know what, this is cool. There's also fallbacks. Like you can always fall back on the Lord of the Rings movies. Three I, very I have a bad strong. history with, with that movie from middle school. You know what? We need to sit down and, and binge. Okay, fine. One day. I'll, I'll try. I'm going to say this right quick. I had a teacher I absolutely hated in either seventh or eighth grade. And he made us watch the original cartoon Hobbit movies. And That's different. I know. but That's it's, different. It, now, don't get me wrong. To me, I it was loved, pure torture. I loved, because I grew up on the old Hobbit cartoon. Right, right. Loved it. I know it's not for everybody, but I was also an anime geek from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching um, The Hobbit, The Last Unicorn, Heavy Metal. I mean, like all the '70s style animated films. That was that was my jam. All right. But the live action stuff, I guarantee you, we could sit down. Maybe we'll start with the Hobbit movies. There's three of those. There's three three Lord of the Rings movies. It's it's worth the watch. Okay. For okay. sure. All right. Sign me up, bro. We may do that. So next question. Now, this one, I, I didn't put a lot of research into it because I kind of know about them, but thoughts on Q. And I'm pretty sure by that they mean QAnon. Yeah. 
I find this stuff to be infinitely fascinating. As a matter of fact, when we when I saw the question, I, I kind of thought, holy crap, I'm, there's got to be Facebook groups out there on this that I just don't know about. Sure enough, there are, and I joined Oh, them. yeah. They're out there. I was there. like, I, I, I got to get more into this. this but is I've, the stuff I've also that heard like. that, I've also heard Q is supposed to be like somebody in top level government leaking this stuff. Like it's not. I wouldn't be surprised. It's not just somebody in their mom's basement. Hacking away. Yeah. It's, it's somebody who's up there in the echelons. Now, with that being said, I, I feel like we kind of have to see it through a filter Mm -hmm. because there's some stuff where it's like, okay, yeah, I could see that. And then there's other things where I'm like, ah, I don't know. You kind of lost me there. We could probably do a whole show on QAnon leaked. I mean, there's even been, I don't know if you've heard the theory that we're all in a simulation. Yeah, I've heard. Ooh, someone saw the Matrix one time. Tonight. None of this is real. Well, well, this but, podcast is real. But at the same time, the CIA has put out paperwork on how to have someone believe they are in an augmented reality. Right. So it's not that far off. Maybe mm. one day we'll actually find out. It's, it's scary stuff, but but, it's I, but I would think I would think that if we were in an augmented reality, you would be. In, I would be in better shape. Just saying. Well, and there would be a way to break the code and be like, like time travel, for instance. Yeah, that would be cool. Be like, man, I want to go back to the age of twelve with all the knowledge I have now. Yeah, like a list of lottery numbers and you know, <laughs> world and World Series victory, so I can you know go to Vegas. So while while we think QAnon is a good thing as a whole, I think we're going to have to pick and choose. What works for you? What's yeah. your flavor? Now, if you were to look, if you were to try to Google QAnon through Google, you know, not DuckDuckGo, pretty much the first. Well, oh, they're considered a conspiracy. Far, right. I believe they're a far right. Extremist. Extremist conspiracy theory group. Right. And that's according to Vice, Vox. CNN, I'm sure HuffPost would probably oh, say the so same. Oh, you're, so what you're saying is far left-leaning establishments. Oh, yeah, they hate it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Imagine, like, oh. imagine that. Yeah, they, you know, the whole disprove as much as possible, or at least to cast a shadow of a doubt. Oh, man, this next question is, this one I feel like, I don't even know that I have a good answer for this one. What is your favorite X-Men movie? tough one and I'm going to say why when I was in middle school I, I, I may have mentioned this before I collected X-Men comic books oh yeah I was yeah. I was right and there with you that and back Spawn when you could were get, my thing back when you could get books for a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, no, not five dollars yeah. like they are now so when the first movie came out I was I was in the, the theater now first movie was good and I was Oh my God, Patrick Stewart is Professor X? I'm going to say this. Dude. He was, I cannot think of anybody who would be a better Professor X. Quintessential. Now I will say, oh man, my brain's betraying me. People are going to get mad at my answer. The the young guy uh, that plays a young Professor X. What's his? Oh, dang it. He was a bad guy in the, uh, in. I will say as, as a young. It's a young Shyamalan movie. I can't. 
as a young Professor X, he's amazing. Amazing. But as Professor McAvoy, X, as, yeah. as we knew him, McAvoy, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Professor X, as we knew him, as the bald guy in the wheelchair, Patrick Stewart is hands down the best. Hell yeah. But I, you know, oddly enough, there were some character casting choices I didn't like. As much as I, as I like Do Ho- tell. As great as Holly Berry is, I did not like her as Storm. I thought she was no. the wrong person. And it really kind of killed. What I would have loved to have seen there because Storm, and I can't remember her her name, her actual name. Iman or something like that. She would have been great. Cool. Now, if they had gotten an actual like Nigerian actress with mm-hmm. the African accent, mm-hmm. it would have been spot on for oh. me. I oh mean, yeah, yeah. But to have Hall- now, don't get me wrong. I love Halle Berry. Oh yeah. But for that role, I just feel like she wasn't quite right. She was too. Now I will say, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine all freaking day. Yeah, and at first I was a little skeptical, but. He, I think he really grew into the role. You know, I, I well, thought they were going to find somebody more built, but, you know, to he find was, someone he, built and connect, that's, that's pretty He was hard. the boy from Oz. Right. Like, I knew him as he, he, yeah. he was in a musical about being a boy hairdresser. So that was kind of like, oh, I don't know. That's and then, like, I, then I saw it, him as... It's, it's acting. It's what they do. It's, it's, it's all about... And that dude, and I, would, I would almost cast that guy in just about anything. I want to say overall. The range I've seen from him is oh, yeah. just he's outstanding. Pretty, I hear he's great on Broadway. I, I've never seen I, mean, I, I think I've seen clips. So I saw The Greatest Showman. Right, I, know right. we're, I know we're getting off topic, but right. him and The Greatest Showman, and he did a lot of those songs in his tour. Dude was amazing. Cool. And if he's that big a showman, like I, and I love the back and forth banter between. You Jackman, i.e. Wolverine, and Ryan Reynolds, yeah, i.e. Deadpool, yeah, um, because you Jackman has, actually has Laughing Man Coffee. Ryan Reynolds does Aviation Gin, mm-hmm. and they're always going back and forth. So it's it's a great, great thing. It's it's but something overall, to see. What's now, your favorite? Oh God! See, this is tough. So the first two X Men movies I loved. The third one, Last Stand, absolute garbage. I heard. I never saw it. I heard it was. I heard it sucked. But for me personally, I'm almost drawn to First Class. Okay. No, wait, wait, no. What was or was it Days of Future Past? I like that one. Days of Future Past because you had McAvoy and Stewart in the I same movie. Enjoyed that one. Now the Age one of Apocalypse with Apocalypse was great. Uh, I'll say this: the high, my high point. Of where I think I quit buying comics, X Men comics was Age of Apocalypse because yeah, it streams so many titles. I was like, I can't afford all this crap. You watch the movies though, and Apocalypse was this. So in in the comics, Apocalypse was a god basically, right? And in the movie, he just it was practical effects, and I get what they were going for, but it did not work for me. Now, is it fair enough to Excuse put... Excuse me to while put, I oh, pop yeah. another bottle. Absolutely. Ooh. Is it fair enough to put Logan, even though it wasn't a, technically an X-Men movie? Here's my issue with Logan. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved Logan. 
I went and saw it in the theater with a friend of mine. Absolutely loved it. And the girl that played X-23, is that, am I, am I right? Is X-23? Yeah, uh-huh. She it. was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. However, Logan, if you're going off the comics, old man Logan, uh-huh. the story is not the same at all. You know, they're pretty good about screwing that up. Well, but in in Old Man Logan, you had, so the U.S. was divided between, like, there was a section of the country that the Hulk reigned over. There was a section of the country Magneto reigned over. Like, all the villains won, basically. And in that book, Wolverine actually gets eaten by Hulk and berserkers his way out. And beautiful. Now, don't get me wrong. Logan, for me, I I saw it in theater. Saw it with my friend Ben. It was wonderful. Sad. It was sad. I. It gave me all the feels. Oh yeah, but they, you know, they touted, "Oh, this is, oh, this is an R-rated X-Men related movie," and I was like, "It didn't." It, how many I X-Men? How been, many X-Men were actually in it, though? Yeah, but to me, that movie could have been PG thirteen. Okay, he. I think he dropped the f bomb a few times. There was. I don't remember any nudity. There was some gore, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think it could have been a. a it could have gone deeper. And, well, but that's all with the NP. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The rating system. I don't. I mean, let's just be honest. The Punisher TV series had more gore. And R-rated great action. Now, what I want to see, because Disney Plus picked up all those uh, Marvel shows that were on Netflix. Right. I want some more Punisher, damn it. You're damn right. Give me more Frank Castle. And do not water right it down with now. somebody else. It better be Shane. Nobody can do it like Shane. Now, my first introduction to the actor that plays the Punisher. Mm-hmm. I don't know his real name. I remember seeing him on first season of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I made Shame. it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I made it about halfway through, and I I'm not a Walking Dead guy at all. I understand. I used to be. I quit, but it, you know it was fun while it lasted. But fun. then I saw him as Punisher, and I was like, "This is the role that that man was meant to play." Did you not see him in The Accountant? Oh no! What he's. Uh, with 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 ben, it, with Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah, he's Ben Affleck's brother. Oh in the shit! Yes, you're right. Yes. Oh my god, I loved that movie. I, oh, the best Ben Affleck movie. I wanted. Ever. I want. Now I will say, a lot of people hate on Affleck. I love Affleck. I'm like Kevin Smith when it comes to Affleck. I would cast <laughs> Affleck to play fucking Jaws. I would. He he would play the shark in that movie, but. He's got the chin. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people hate on Affleck when he played Batman. Yeah, but he had the, he had the right jawline for it. I'll give him that. I was digging it though. It was an older Batman. Yeah. It, it was not meant to be young, crazy. Now I'm speaking of that. Well, we're getting off topic, but it, it, who it cares? Yeah, this is fun. Pattinson. I don't know what to do. You know what? No, I'm I'm, I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to give him a shot because when I first, I don't remember, I hate to even say anything because this may have been with the ex-wife, but um, he was in a movie called Water for Elephants. 
I remember the title. I don't know if I ever saw the movie. But it was one of those where everybody knew him as Edward from the Twilight movies. Ugh, yeah. Went and saw that one, and I was like, this this guy can actually act. Now, I haven't watched The Lighthouse yet with him and Willem Dafoe. I want to watch that one because I, I feel good. like I feel like it would be an amazing picture. Yeah, I've heard it that it was. But I'm kind of here well. for. So here's my thing. I'm here for it. I want to see his version of Batman. But for the love of God, give me a Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as Batman or uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. And maybe Tom Holland. Well, no, he's he's wrapped up in Spider-Man. Someone young, right. someone spry for the Batman Beyond character. Live action, I think I it could be amazing. That Michael Keaton might come back in Batman Beyond, but not as Batman, but as... Uh, that was a... No, 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 no. That I'm was, a, that was a rumor for Flashpoint. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which The Flash, an extremely underrated character. If you haven't watched the series on the, what is it called now? CW? Yeah, WB? CW. Whatever it is now. The Great series. Grant and... Gustin is an amazing actor. But the, I mean, the Flash now, the Flash I feel in Justice League is going to get buried because of Ezra, what's his name? Oh, he, he screwed up. Yeah. He did something, put his hands on a woman or something, or I don't, I don't. They'll find somebody. But there's it, always somebody. Honestly, though, in the Justice League movie, mm-hmm. I didn't mind him as Flash. Yeah, he was all right. As long as the dude who plays Lex Luthor was not in this next upcoming project. So I'm my. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Favorite Lex Luthor, go. Kevin Spacey. So I will say Spacey was a darker Luthor. Yeah. Uh, I will say Hackman will always be my Luthor. Yeah. Just I'm, because that's the Superman that I grew up on. However, Hackman was a very comic-inspired Luthor. Yeah. Let's talk about Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Folks, now that dude. I effing love Smallville. Now, I was introduced to Michael Rosenbaum through a film called Pool Hall Junkies. Okay. You can't even find it on DVD now. But if you get a chance to see it, please take the time. It's it's amazing. This guy in Smallville, he was all over the place. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, they were friends was, at times. He was the good guy. He was the bad guy. He, he was, took his girl. Exactly. And, and and he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was never granted the opportunity to reprise that role in a Superman movie, I'm a little disappointed in. But I kind of get it because you don't want to. For producers, the jump to TV to big screen, it's kind of a iffy. Not everybody can you do know. it. But yeah. Now, Spacey, he did a good Dark Luther. Had he not been raping dudes in the background, but, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, maybe that's how he got there. Maybe so. Ugh. But no, Rosie, if you, if you ever hear this, love you, dude. Yeah, I, I yeah. listen. If y'all, if, if y'all are into podcasts, Michael Rosenbaum has a podcast called Inside of You. He interviews a ton of celebrities. 
Dude's great at what he does, and he's all about self-growth. If you if you get a chance, check it out. That's his. That's kind of his main gig right now that I've seen. Hey, as long as it makes money, right? So our last question. This is a long one. It is. Y'all hang with us because we're we're going to do this last question. We're actually going to do a couple. I ordered the pod decks, right? Which is kind of fun stuff just for us to throw around. But this you know, last let, question came. Let me help you out. I'm going to read this one. I'm going to help you out on this one because this one's funky. There's a lot of uh, local goofiness. That now, goes along. y'all should know we are located in Pasadena, Texas. Pasadena, get, get down, down Dina. goddamn Dina. Damn right. Where Gillies is from, urban cowboy. Yeah. But in the 21st century, Pasadena and Baytown and, yeah. you know, <laughs> is full of tequaches. Now, tequache is a Mexican term for possum. However, unbeknownst to me, it is also a slang term for Mexican fuckboys. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they normally drive drop loud Chevy trucks. They have drop Chevys, chili bowl haircuts, um, and a bunch of stickers. And they almost always have a sticker on the back of their truck. That of course, says top ten or Houston top ten. And Trust they, me, I know guys. And they go to Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, that they, they like to go racing in quote unquote Mexico. Now. The question is, it says, I saw a red Silverado SS, could have been a clone, with a ridiculous drop, but sounded like he had something nice under the hood and was wondering what it would take to put enough buses on him that he had to tell his daddy that he needed a new truck. P.S. Hit me up if you have a question about some of these Spanglish terms. Now, we don't, personally, and we're trying to explain it to y'all. We are in a section of Pasadena, which we are very multicultural. Oh, yeah. And on a Friday night, these guys are out late. So now me, me personally, I, like I said, I'm not a car guy. Uh, but I would say, so I was super impressed. Have you ever watched Street Outlaws? Oh, yeah. The yeah. Dung Beetle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take a VW Bug, slap a WRX engine in it. And a turbo. <laughs> and, a, and a turbo. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, aren't the, it, they, they have a turbo, but, I was about you, but to say, there's, upgrade there, there's not a lot of room. So right. you better find a way to keep that, keep that dang turbo. But with that, with that bug, you have so much opportunity for lightning Yep. where you're taking the weight off. You don't have to worry about it. And then you stick that WRX V6 in there, well, which, it's, which it's the a turbo flat four. Is it? Okay, my yeah, bad, my yeah. bad. It, yeah, it's for, so for all the folks, Subaru doesn't make inline engines. They only make boxer motors, which are flat or, or, or horizontal. So if now you, you actually have it, to, you actually have H, to, um, you actually have to adjust the, you basically have to weld and build. A whole subframe into the back, yeah. The subframe mm-hmm. and that back hatch, which would normally hold your engine. Mm-hmm. Has to sit kind of upright and have a cover welded between it. It would probably stick inside the car a little bit. But I'm going to tell you right now. Have you seen what that dung beetle will Uh do? And we're not even talking shooting NOS. Now, he's got NOS hooked up. Makes sense. But when it's that light, do you need it? No. And Lord knows the thing ain't aerodynamic. But when you're making, I think that car makes, I don't think it's much past 400 horsepower tires. Now, that, w, tires, that WRX with the turbo, you're at 395 
off the gate, right? No, no. Those an STI is making probably 307, 310. Really? That's What if you bore it out? If you bore it out or just, you know, up the boost. Okay. You could program bolt-ons, better turbo, intercooler, you know, as part of bolt-ons. You could hit 400 horsepower in a WRX at but the you're tire. But you're also talking a about a, you're also talking about a 1200-pound car. Right. So that so if you can get that car to 350 horsepower at the tires, that thing's that's probably a low 11, high 10 second car if it can handle. And that's going to leave those tequaches in the dust. Now, according because I double checked with what this guy was talking about. Now listen, his dad's got like a like a 03 Chevy truck, like 264,000 miles is, on it. Is it an S10? No, no, no. Because no, those S10s, you could do the LS swap on it. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that's 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 some fast stuff right there. Yeah. So. If he wanted to update this 264,000 mile 5.3 normal Chevy truck, honestly, go to a junkyard, find you a 6.0. Make sh- uh, I would put boost friendly pistons in. You yeah, can you can for buy. Sure. I said I bought pistons for my V8, maybe twelve hundred dollars after shipping, and that's uh, forged. Now it's not going to be cheap. Anything you no, want to do, it ain't going to be cheap. You know. Now. The, okay, if he was going the absolute cheapest route, the problem is you've got 264,000 miles. So your transmission ain't going to last after you do what I'm about to say, and the engine probably won't last that long either. So, But uh, go to, go to a, um, oh, my brain's failing. What do they call it? Grabbing, um, it's a junkyard, but you can mm-hmm. go in there and pull stuff out yeah, of. Yeah, pull, uh, pick apart, yeah. Pick, pick and pull, yeah. pick and pull, there you go. If he wanted a bigger motor. Go find you a third or fourth gen LS motor, 6.0 iron block. It'll 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 uh, take plenty of uh, plenty of boost. Just don't go past like 14 because at that point it's too much for factory internals. Now there you go. If you were to go on eBay just to screw around, you could probably slap an eBay Chinese turbo. Oh, you the mean uh, you order on Wish.com. We give it to you in two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spoolie boy time. That's right. Yeah, that, it, it, you could probably hit 600 horsepower with a, you know, tune. The transmission will not last, period. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, if you did it yourself, a weekend of work and then go get it tuned, you, you, yeah, 600 horsepower for maybe two grand, three grand. But again, this is, it won't last if you just want to just you know whip that guy one time now it also depends on what kind of budget you're talking about because we we're always thinking about budget because we've got i mean we've got dreams in the mix like i've told gavin i i've got dreams of we're going to put a studio in the backyard and we're going to do this and that and oh yeah it takes money to do that kind of stuff so i'm not thinking about i drive an 07 explorer i could care less about beating some thequaches Although I will say, quick story, I have had slash have this 07 Colorado, Day of the Crazy Girl, she ruined the uh, motor, but... That bitch. Yeah, but I used, in my youth, like a decade ago, I too was racing to Quaches, and I'll never forget, me, it was me... Some family in their old suburban and these Tequaches in a lowered Silverado crew cab on like 24s, deep dish rims, cam and everything. We raced, and if y'all know Pasadena, it was at Red Bluff and Fairmont because it's the three going in the two. I had I got around that suburban and I 
happened to look down. I was doing like 102 passing the Pasadena Convention Center. I was like, holy shit. By the way, that's in a 55. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I didn't think I was going that and fast. And I don't even know if it was a 55 back then. Yeah, I know. Needless to say, I beat him. Thank you. And I'll never trust anybody from KHP because their tunes probably suck. No offense. What's next? So that's our last um, listener question. What we're going to get into now. Random. So I stuff. went and bought, I don't know if y'all have seen them. You probably don't because unless you search podcasts, stuff like that on your social media, pod decks are not really going to come to you. What these are, are decks of cards with random questions that you can kind of introduce into your library to just kind of hype it up, you know, bring it in. Now, our first question, Gavin, would you rather have your jaws wired shut for a month, drinking only out of a straw, or wear an eye patch for a year? Jaw wired shut. I mean, if I had... See, I'm going to disagree there. I could not imagine driving with an eye patch on. So I had, um, when I was at Fort Hood in 05, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. I got Bell's palsy. Okay. So I actually couldn't shut one of my eyes. The nerves had... Wow. Yeah. I, so I had to wear an eye patch. And I had to wear it for about two months. And honestly, an eye patch for a year... Now, at first, it screws you up. Yeah, like your death perception you, must have been going to shit. It really... But you adjust. Just like anything else, you adjust. So I would definitely rather do the eye patch for a year and be able to eat a steak than drinking out of a straw. That's just me. And that's because I experienced wearing that eye patch for two months. Mm. Well, you know, more props to Dan Crenshaw for being able to do it. Or well, I mean, not I mean, somebody being it, but having to do it. I was about to say, he's yeah. Captain America, so yeah. he doesn't really. Right. I don't know. I, I have a feeling if I was drinking out of a straw, I, I bet I would look fabulous. And well, I, it makes you suck those cheeks in, so all your selfies would be super duck lipped. I'm going to drop Magnum on you, ladies. That's right. Oh, yeah, guys. Come on. Mm, yeah. Next question. Would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? That's easy. That's spike the punch. That's spike the punch all day. I can't, Who would care about putting your butt on a Xerox machine when my, you could lace the drinks and see what craziness unfolds? My biggest worry there, like I'm a white guy. But I've been told many times I have a black girl's booty. It's true. It's true. There's some junk in the trunk, so I am not trying to break any glass on the Xerox. As Sir Mix-a-Lot said, put them on the glass. That's right. <laughs> but no, I'm not trying to do that. So yeah, I would definitely spike the punch. I mean, just that and a you know recording all night. I'm sure that you'd get a raise soon enough because someone's going to do something crazy. That's right. Next question. Would you rather be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep? Ooh. Me personally, I don't. I've got a lot of, um, let's say, demons while I sleep. But I've had some good thoughts and I wake up and I'm like, oh, I need to. Oh, I lost it. I would rather record my thoughts because my dreams those can stay there, to be quite honest with you. I don't want to relive any of the Iraq, Afghanistan, oh, any yeah. of that stuff. I, I know I dream about it because I hear about it from my wife, but I don't really want to remember it. 
But my thoughts, I mean, there could be some million-dollar ideas in there that I don't even know about. Man. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree. My dreams, if I ever remember them, tend to be really ordinary. Like, it's rare I have anything just crazy. And half the time, it seems, but within six months, they tend to actually happen. I, I tend to have deja vu on the radio. So you're saying basis. you have a prophetic I do. Dream. Yeah. Memory. But unfortunately, it's always something completely commonplace and ordinary. So it's, n- it's never anything crazy fascinating. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'm going to go thoughts on that. Yep, yep. All right. So that's that one. We're getting into our other deck on pod decks. These are the, I think these are the what the heck deck. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, as bad as they sound, it's really not... Has anyone started a rumor about you? If so, what was it about? Yeah, yeah. Come on. I, ooh, I got to think. It's been a while since someone started a rumor about me. Oh, someone said, someone started a rumor that I got fired from a job, which wasn't true, but I was fired from a job for alcohol. And I was like, first okay. of all, that, I don't, I've never had an alcohol problem. Fair enough. So I was like, who the hell said, and this was like in the industry. So I was kind of like taking it back. Like, uh, I think they're talking about somebody else. And I think I know who they were talking about, but they just happened to get us confused, even though he's short, white, and much like old enough to be my dad. But somehow we got confused. (laughs) Now I'm going to say, as far as rumors on me, there's definitely been a rumor. Now, Gavin, apparently I am out there. Sticking my thing in everything. Oh. Ouch. I mean, I'm not, but, you know, whatever. Someone always, somebody always throws that out. I guess, you know. It's probably because I got fat. And they were like, why'd you get fat? And I said, well, my daddy always told me with equipment this big, you got to build a shelter over it. (laughs) Oh. Boom. Anyway. Have you ever been electrocuted? No. Well, wait, static doesn't count because that wasn't enough juice. No. No, fortunately, no. Now, I have a friend of mine, great guy, lives in Kima. Um, he worked for an, a, he's like a journey lineman, and he got it bad a see couple a little, years ago. See a little twitchy? He didn't. Now he's healed up a lot since, but I remember he had had like major skin grafts and oh, like it, damn. it went so like some real deal yeah, shit. Oh like yeah, it oh, went yeah. through his leg and I forget where it exited, but hopefully he still got like think, missing muscle. In, do you in think that we one can leg. get him on? I bet we could. He's definitely a ladies man. I'll tell you that. All right, the ladies love him. I'm not gonna drop his name because I'm sure a couple of listeners would be like, "Oh, who is he?" We're not going there yet, but we definitely want to have guests on the show so if you have a story to tell or whatever it may be give us a holler barbaricallycandid at gmail.com you know where we're at last question gavin all right ding 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 oh wait i didn't answer that the electrocuted one go for it so once I worked at Gerland's Food Fair in Deer Park on Center Street. It's now Food Town. They had us chipping ice out of a cooler. Some wires crossed. I got a little bzzz. It wasn't terrible. It definitely could have been worse than it was, but, oh, it, yeah. you know, 
Um, so I wouldn't say I was electrocuted, but I definitely felt that third rail for a mm-hmm. half a second, mm-hmm. you know. Last question. If your office had show and tell for adults, what thing would you be proud to display? Huh. What? It's kind of a tough one. I mean, ew, I don't know. I'd probably bring my pistol. I, I think that thing's awesome. I got this gorgeous FNX 40, beautiful quality. And Lord knows I've got a lot of Glock friends, but I still think my FNX shoots better out of the box. Fair enough. Fair enough. Show and tell to me is kind of a, oh, I don't, hmm. Part of me wants to take my. uh, Your kids. Oh, that would be so awesome. No, no. (laughs) I don't know how deep we want to go on this podcast. Part of me wants to take the old lady and be like, see how she takes a beating. But. But when I say that, that don't would be hilarious. Don't 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 take that the wrong way. It's consensual. Yeah, backdoor, not you know. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. This is a subject we are actually going to touch on. I know you have a friend who can expound on this. We're going to go into BDSM. Oh yeah, we are going to touch on that. I have been a member of the community for many, many years. I don't want to say how long because, God damn it, I'm old. But, um, no, we, we definitely have some people we could talk to about that. And we're going to touch on it. I Once we kind of formulate our program for that, we're going to touch on it. We're going to okay. go through it with some subject experts, if you want to call them that, and kind of talk about it. I may actually, I've had a friend of mine, we talked about, Itty Bitty Sex Talks mm-hmm. before in a podcast. They're doing great things. She had asked me to speak on the leather community Ooh. of BDSM, which is kind of what I specialize in because that was more of the World War II bikers coming out of World War II, and they were looking for that thrill. We're not going to go into it right now. Although I am kind of laughing because you said leather is the first image that pops into my head is Judas Priest, but please I mean, keep on that's, going. that's really <laughs> hell not, bent for leather, right? <laughs> that's really not far off because here's the thing. Now we're only going to go into this for a minute because we're going to wrap it up. You had a lot of these guys coming back from World War II. They had just been through the most traumatic experience of their life. Mm-hmm. They needed that thrill. Where did they find that thrill? They found that thrill on two wheels, motorcycles. Now, Not all of them, so don't think I'm talking about all of them, but some of them found comfort in their friends in foxholes. Mm -hmm. Gay people have been around forever, so let's stop pretending that they weren't there. Right. But that was what kind of grew the initial leather community within the BDSM. That was gay men coming back from World War II and being like, you know what? Fuck Kentucky. I'm done with the farm. I'm going to San Francisco. I'm going to live in California. I'm going to ride motorcycles. I'm going to do what I please. And that's what it is. Fair enough. I mean, this is a very rudimentary kind of rundown of what happened. Expect more later, folks. We, we will definitely go more into this. Um, I don't know, like Gavin, I don't know how vanilla you are. 
Mm, not entirely. But we'll touch on this more later. For now, we thank you for listening. You've been great as an audience. Please email us if you give a chance. As always, from all of us at Barbarically Candid, we love you. We need you. Be good to each other. Amen. Good night, folks. <laughs>